his whole family's there and his kids are there and his daughters were praying the other day and they're like, oh, daddy, should we pray for the accuser? Yeah, and yeah. Mm. Pretty well. Welcome back. <laughs> this has been an amazing, amazing week in American politics. And we're here to share our thoughts. Mm. Yeah, it's been an amazing, I mean, couple of years even. Uh, with all the change, I mean, I was just thinking about, I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, in this decade, not even the decade, in the last five or six years, we had the Arab Spring. Mm-hmm. We had a whole bunch of upheavals there, all over the Middle East. We had, like, a year or two later, the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. and all of the social unrest from all of the, um, like, uh, violence, um, the police brutality, and people being fed up with that. Fast forward to like another year or two later, we have the Me Too movement and Time's Up, and and we have women getting tired of, like, it's like, I think one thing that's really interesting about what's really happening is, I think especially um, amongst like the white mainstream, mm-hmm. like, uh, we played this video recently right. uh, with the dumb Republicans, and we were kind of making fun of the clips. One of the dumb Republicans, it was this um, conservative guy, uh, from the south somewhere and he was saying how he has all these problems with different groups uh, being allowed to do things all that um, and so the interviewer was a white woman and so at some point he's like you too I don't want you voting I Barack Obama. I'm not too partial to blacks so what do you mean <laughs> come on this is 2008 you can't say that why, why can't I say that I'm in the south is he allowed to say that? And I live even further south. I live even further south than this. Is America ready for a black president? Uh, well, America might be, but the South ain't. Why not? Because we're we're a little further back than that. If it was left up to me, you wouldn't vote yet. Me? Yeah, you're a woman. Why not? Because you're a woman. You don't think women should be able to vote? I mean, you know, that's just how backwards I am. And she was surprised. She sounded surprised. She was just like, what? What, what do you mean? Like, me? And so, like... I'm backwards. Right. No, right, right. <laughs> and the subtext with her, she like, she sounded confused. You can hear the confusion in her voice. And what I think that confusion was on some level is, wait a minute, but I'm white. I thought being <laughs> white... And so, and he was like, "Ha no, we don't want you voting here too. You're a woman." Ooh. And she was surprised, and he's like, "Oh, that's just how backwards we are down the here. That's just the South." Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if he said it was Mississippi, but I mean Mississippi. I remember know. that clip. And okay, I will yeah, never yeah. forget that. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. And so, I mean, he was yeah, honest. yeah, right. And, and and so I think it's happening. It's like when Trump first, when Trump first had to access Hollywood tape leak. My first thought. Because I was under the erroneous assumption that white women are a part of whitehood, right? Yeah. And I'm re- this, we're really having the Access Hollywood tape and the mm-hmm. Brett stuff. We're really kind of having this thing where we're kind of, society is forcing us to deal with the fact that women of all races are a minority in this country. And they're still very much treated like minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's like, I mean, you can, you can go far back. Or you can kind of, you know, you don't have to bounce around too much to kind of see examples mm-hmm. of this. Um, and it's kind of it's interesting like, to see how this dynamic plays out. You have a president who says, I grab women by the pussy and they let me do it and it's great. 
And I was expecting, you know, the great... Because remember the KKK, right? The whole reason why they needed Mm -hmm. to have the black codes was to protect their white women, right? That was the whole pretense that we have Mm -hmm. to protect whitehood. And that means we have to protect white women because there are... Black men. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're the apple of our eye. And so... It's a front. Right. And so for hundreds of years, we've been under this assumption that white men are all about protecting white women. But you realize... Mm -hmm. That they're not protecting the women, they're protecting what they represent, the status symbol of having a woman, right? Yeah. So it's kind of, right, so like it's, it's kind of like how when you buy a nice car, I mean, some people are passionate about cars, but for more, most people, I would imagine, buying a nice car isn't about your love love of the game and you just mm-hmm. like you know a good torque and shit you just mm-hmm. you just want people to fucking <laughs> torque not torque right <laughs> but like you just want people to look at your car and go oh shit he has a nice car that makes him cool exactly, right and exactly. so in that and so that's the kind of superficial love it's status with, yeah right it's absolutely about status it's more about protecting the investment than any kind of actual love or affection for women and so you're seeing that with the Anita Hill Anita Hill thing, you can go, well, you know, she's black, and so America, you know, it's race. But here you have an example of a woman, bachelor's, two masters, a doctorate, blonde hair, blue eyes from the right side of the tracks, comes for money, mm-hmm. likes a vacation in French Polynesia, and get her, you know, get her, just, just very, just um, down the middle what, and you saw a newscaster say this, she's normal. She's a, she's, she's, a, normal. She, she's a normal person. She reacted like a normal person would react. She reacted the way I would react, right? Mm-hmm. And so you don't have a case of, you know, some person from like a lower economic status or of a different race or an undesirable or an other. You have a one of us person coming forward mm-hmm. and giving a credible, legitimate testimony and white America... A conservative white America, male conservative male white America, right? <laughs> it's kind of like, and yeah, Clintons, right? Oh. And so, and so, how do you how do you maintain the farce, right? How do right. you how do you maintain the narrative? What has all of this been about, right? And so, I think I think we're in a really really huge transitional kind of phase. And I'm curious to see, you know, what happens next, man. Well, like Paul Mooney says, man, you know, it's about time every every uh, person will get their nigga wake-up call. Yeah. You know what's really funny? And that's what's happening. Oh, my God. Now, I know this makes me sound like a giant asshole. I want to hear Saucy's take on this, right? But <laughs> okay. but Nicole was watching the, the special with me, and she was really distraught, right? Uh-huh. And she was getting really upset naturally watching it. And so... The one bit of advice I gave her is, you know, it's funny. I made the same joke. I made the same nigga wake up call joke <laughs> word for word. Right. I really did. And the other thing I said is, trust me, I have experience in this. America's going to let you down. Right. Don't oh. don't get too worked because, you know, like whenever you see an injustice like this, you want to be like, all right, are the good guys going to win in the end? Mm-hmm. You know, and you want to believe that they are. Mm-hmm. And that tension between are they aren't they what's going on? It's kind of like, you know, stressful and nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was my I was like, you know, welcome to minorityhood, Right. right. And, <laughs> you know, and it's like even another point I made was like, if you think back to affirmative action, the, the issue we don't talk about that much anymore. Right. That was the 90s. Right. Mm-hmm. But 
women are considered in the affirmative action suit, right? Mm -hmm. It's about people of different races and of people of different genders. So even in that language, um, it's, it's, it's saying that, yeah, you're an other. Yes, you're white. Yes, you grew up in the same house as me. Yes, I was raised by one of you. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I was birthed by one of you. All that type of stuff. But you're somehow an other now, and it's and it's and it's an interesting dynamic because you could think of the black. Well, you could think of you know us back a couple centuries, and you had the black maid in the home taking care of your children, feeding your children, mm-hmm. washing them, getting you ready in the morning. But she's still not a person. She's yeah. still not a part of the family. And you know what? His white wife sat by and watched it and didn't say shit. Let's be fair. Right. Let's be fair about it, right? So as much as I'm totally empathizing with white women in this scenario and this yeah. fact of like, hey, welcome to the minority club, right? Yeah. But let's be fair, right? When you were in the house and you thought you were good and you had your little parasol to perf- protect you from the sun mm-hmm. and you had your fancy gone with the wind dresses <laughs> and you thought that you were getting ahead you didn't really mind the suffering of mammy you didn't mind that Aunt Jemima mm-hmm. was was living the life that she was living right <laughs> until massa was having sex with her right 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 and, and that it became like a situation within itself I miss that show Underground. Oh my god, I'm so mad they That show it. Underground. It was so good. Such opened, a good show. Open a lot of visual that I just never thought about uh, about that piece of American history. Yeah. But you see the damage how that it was affecting black life and white life, right? Yeah. So you yeah. have you have you have the quote unquote master having a relations with one of the House House Negress. Yes. Have children with I think the political term is house negress. Really? Negress. No. Stupid. I'm joking, I'm joking. I yeah. thought it was real. Uh, you could have told me. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, I mean they said plausible. That. Yeah, negress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you see but you see that relationship <laughs> and it's just the culture of America at that space was very confusing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The culture was being and that's another thing we have to realize about this thing called America is that it's supposed to be challenged. Like the theory, the love, the, the dream has always the, yeah. constantly needs to be rebranded. And that's the funny thing that's, that's so weird. It's like we are, are one Family. of... <laughs> we are a political system that has built into its mechanism a way of adjusting laws over time. Right. Right? The only reason why you built a country with a system like that is you realize that if this experiment is going to work, over time things are going to change and the laws need to reflect those times. So we have that amendment mechanism built into the system. So whenever the idea comes that, okay, it's now one of those times preordained that it's time to change the system. It's, try- it's time to make the system more fair for yeah, everyone, well. everywhere. Yeah, whenever the time comes from that, you know, people on the right and the wasps, you know, want to panic, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the Can land. Can we say that? Uh, Can we say that? Wasps? Yeah. Pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. I learned new things this this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. just questioning everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Right. But but that's, that's what. <laughs> that's a mark of the time, right? Like yeah. like the people who are willing, um, to look forward, right, to see the future, right, and the people who aren't. You know, that was the conversation we were having yesterday, right, about yeah. the two types of people: the people who kind of see the world mm-hmm. as I learned everything I'm gonna learn. 
And this is just cut it off. This is just the way the world is right here, yeah. and that's it. Mm-hmm. This is all I know. So I need to know. It yeah. doesn't take much thinking, but as a young woman growing up in this, yeah, right, glory called America. What is <laughs> your what is your take on this guy? And what are young people saying about yeah. this? Especially about this fucking guy, this judge guy. Surprisingly. Yeah, Brett. Surprisingly, it's Far. very few people that talk to me about like the whole issue because wow. everyone's worried about all their stupid pop culture things. Mm. But <laughs> for the few people... Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I try to erase it from my mind. But um, for the few people that do like speak to me about it, I mean... They're usually, like, liberals, so they're, of course, they're going to be like, okay, so Kavanaugh, like, he probably did it. Like, why would you be so hostile, like, to a, to an FBI investigation, like, if you haven't done anything wrong? If you're innocent, just be like, yeah, do the investigation. There's nothing wrong with it, because that's what the women that accused them were doing. They were like, yeah, go ahead, do the investigation. I have no problem with it. Why are you so hostile about it? Yeah. So, I think that's good. And it's also good that, like you said, they like, the system that we have in place is supposed to evolve over time. And I'm thinking that it's really good that people, especially when we have social media, so a lot of people are voicing their thoughts out into the open. So you can see tons of women being like, no, this needs to change. And there's a little bit of unrest happening. Mm. And that's overall going to push people to be like, all right, so since everybody's talking about it, everybody's becoming aware, we have to change something or we look weird. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's really good that... I mean, that's one of the good things that I've seen come from social media is that politi- like politically, it forcing has an effect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that pink forcing, wave that yeah. everyone's talking about. Most yeah, definitely. that's and that's and that's what I'm talking about. Like, like we had a civil rights movement because at some point people people realized that okay, there's something serious serious enough going on here that we have to do about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's a pro cons where you kind of weigh it. Do I do nothing? Do I you know like yeah. like Blasey Ford was saying how. I didn't come forward for the while because I was weighing the pros and the cons of like, yeah. should I come forward? It's all the heat I'm about to take worth yeah. coming forward. And so I have, I have people on my Facebook. I have women commenting and um, one of my uh, friends made a status like, hey, there's a woman's march going on November at the fucking ballot. God, you know what damn. I mean? Like at the ballot box, like get out there. Right. Yeah. And so the Republicans are scared of this pink wave, this idea that basically, especially in the year of Me Too, especially in a year when women are reclaiming power in society and mm-hmm. kind of it, it, less so in society because there's still like a lot wrong there, but more in pop culture, right? In the culture wars, right? Which is like the theme. Like that's mm-hmm. that's where a lot of the most important battles are fought. But to kind of make an aside, I think the one thing that I think we liberals have to get better on is we focus too much on the culture war and we focus too much on the long term. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, man, we're going to keep putting, you know, diversity in movies. So eventually, 60 years from now, three generations, <laughs> they're going to be super liberal and be OK with people of all stripes and colors. That's great. But what are we doing now? What yeah. are we doing about the EPA? While while Trump is at one well, yeah, you can still kind of blame him for this. <laughs> While all this fucking madness is going on, right? Uh, fucking Mike Pence. I'm not sure if you guys heard this. Uh, the For the first time in American history, a vice president went to this big anti-LGBTQ uh, uh, meeting uh. and showed them a bunch of support. 
Trump, uh, the Trump administration fired one of the, uh, the, the chief scientific advisors that was advising the EPA. So while we're looking at all this horrible shit over here, they're doing a bunch of sneaky shit behind, you know, behind the scenes to yeah. make our situation much worse. Mm -hmm. And so a good remedy for that is to get more checks and balances on the government by getting people involved politically mm -hmm. um, on this shit on this shit and it's it's you know it's crazy it's hard to say you know what happens next and all this well one thing for sure is that what we're experiencing here is warfare right the did you say warfare warfare yo yo I said warfare oh okay that's it <laughs> yo that needs that needs to be a thing right now millennials versus warfare yeah right. we're, we're waging uh, in a way yeah. these guys are are, are acting international like, warfare. <laughs> no, their 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 behavior. Yeah, s screams like privileged. Oh uh, they're my responding. god! How like how dare you guys are? Yo, Brett. This guy. You know, it's, oh, I saw yeah. an interesting meme. Donkey Dong Doug. How, how everybody PJ <laughs> son. I saw this interesting meme. <laughs> the picture of Mike Brown. You have a picture of um. The young brother from a Ferguson, not Ferguson, uh, brother with the Skittles, a uh, Trayvon Martin, right? Yeah, almost too many to count. Right. There's just yeah, so honestly. much, so much. And they're saying, all right, when you see a picture of this guy named Robert, whatever, Kavanaugh, whatever his name Brett. is, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett. He was only a He boy. would be a Brett. A Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Tony, your name is Brett. You didn't get blackout drunk once. Yeah. Oh, something. Something. <laughs> look, one thing I want. One thing I want to put into the ether, right? Like, I don't know why this hadn't happened yet. You know how we just call like like basic chicks Becky, right? That's the joke. Why isn't Brett the male equivalent, right? I think so. Like, look at this Brett. I've heard Dan Smith. Dan Smith. Being right, because Key and Peele. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, that, that's funny. All right. So yeah, I want yeah. that in the ether. I want some Brett. Come, All right. Cool. Come Brett But but yeah. Here's the look thing. At, look at this Brett. This is a guy Being who. All Brett. This is a guy who <laughs> feels as if that all his mistakes in his past. I went to Yale. <laughs> all his mistakes, all of the things that he's done, should not be. He should not be accounted for. But however, when you yeah. have a black face, young mm -hmm. black face gets murdered, they characterize him. They say, "Oh, he had marijuana, marijuana in his apartment." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, uh, all the account that they, you don't put the fact that he was like a well-respected, yeah. God-fearing, you know. Mm -hmm. Like the picture is a mugshot or something. In that exactly. Idea. So you see, like, you see, you see America for what it is at this moment, right? Yeah. And I love how people are starting to make, are starting to paint these, well, connect the dots and realize that they don't want that America to exist for the next X amount of years. So they're challenging it and they're speaking and they're, they're putting these guys accountable for their actions. And that's why you have people like um, Lindsey Graham, oh. you know, a beta male, right? Mm, oh, my Ooh. God. That's the funny thing, too. It's always the beta male has got something to prove. Right. <laughs> you know, because he knows that he's got shit in his closet. Mm -hmm. Because the fact of the matter is what, what, what these guys are afraid of is that they've politicians probably most likely is that, you know, they have their public face and then they have their their scumbag face. Mm -hmm. And if your scumbag face is now going to be put in that 
balance beam, now your political power, your financial influence, your your thing, your um, your status is at large. Mm. So I think that's part of the reason why they're they're looking, they're working so hard to save Brett. Yeah, you know, working so hard to. Something interesting I find about that. So Brett likes to talk about how you know he did it all by himself. You know, yeah, connections. Yeah, right. Yeah, I went to Georgetown Prep, which in itself is already halfway there. Right. Sure. Right. Um, (laughs) So he went to Yale. All that shit. Good. I read this article from a former conservative who used to hang out with him. He used to be a conservative. He was in there. I forget his name, but um, he flipped over to Democrat. That's later on in his political career. And he was saying that basically, uh, to kind of paraphrase, the old heads in the in the GOP were setting up the next generation of like influential young people mm-hmm. and they kind of seek people out and they kind of foster them and nurture them. So apparently Laura Ingram, Ann Coulter, right, right. Brett they've Kavanaugh. Been, they've been groomed? Yeah, so they all know each other. They've been known each other for like 20 years. Brett Kavanaugh made a comment like, oh, I've known half of the people in this room for 20 years and oh, they know my damn. character. So they've been setting this man up for years and years and years and years to be up because if you think about it um it's not the conversation we were having earlier where it's like if you think about the world three four hundred years ago or like europe and how fucked up everything used to be like a, like a caste system with the king and the queen and all that mm-hmm. shit the the world we're living in now is much more liberal than like europe or like or like you know any other time period basically like like time continues to move in a more and more liberal progressive direction and so i always ask myself that like how do like how do you expect to carry your ideas forward in the future in a country where slavery used to be a thing and then now it's not like that's mm-hmm. such a big step in the progressive direction. Mm-hmm. How do you plan on getting that to go backwards? And so that's how they do it. They set people up who they know have their ideas and they try to set them up in positions of power. So a big part of protecting Brett is protecting this investment and we need people high in the political stratosphere who we know is a true believer and deep down believes the dark fucked up shit. That's why there are hundreds of thousands of documents on Brett Kavanaugh and his court cases that the Republican Party just refuses to show mm-hmm. us. Oh, they don't have a good legal reason as to why we can't see it. But it's just like, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, precedent... And it would make us look really bad, so we don't want right yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. trail you know sentence trails off right <laughs> so I mean you know for them, this is really about protecting their status quo, this is about keeping their guy in, but I'm gonna make you know maybe it's a little bit of a naive, hopeful prediction, mm-hmm. but I, me looking at the tea leaves, I think Brett uh might not get it I think i it might be just me being optimistic, but one thing I noticed is from the beginning, it was Brett Kavanaugh or no one. Now, let me get this out there. I don't know why we don't talk about this more, but Brett Kavanaugh has family. And I think Rachel Maddow uh, talked about it on a show once. She talked about it once and I haven't heard anyone else made the point, which I find like stunning. Mm-hmm. We know how Trump works in business, right? And, mm-hmm. and how shady he is. But... um Apparently, Kavanaugh has family who has done business with Trump and, and money has exchanged hands there. There's, there's a previous business arrangement with him and parties familiar. 
uh, to Kavanaugh. So I don't understand how that isn't some type of conflict of interest. Like, I can't fucking hire someone. I used to work with Hire's fucking nephew and some shit. Yeah. To be honest, like, that's that's kind of ridiculous off the bat. It's like, there's there's just so much with this that's just obviously and kind of blatantly wrong. And they're just trying to keep their guy in because they know he's going to hook him up and he's going to be on the same side. It's, it's crazy. And they're doing it with a certain level, like... And again, the Me Too shit, the whole vibe of it was just like, okay, we're going to hear her out, but we're going to vote tomorrow. Like, yeah, and, and yeah. we're going to make him a judge tomorrow regardless. So yeah. come bitch and moan on TV. We'll right. roll our eyes. Something else we haven't talked about, guys, and something else. I want to hear your guys' opinions on this uh-huh. is the world is watching this. Mm-hmm. Something we forget is it's not just Americans watching this. People, I read this article in the New York Times about how people all over the world are watching this yeah. and thinking, what the fuck? Yeah, They're thinking, I've definitely seen, been on Instagram and like, yeah. they'll be having like coverages of Kavanaugh and people from like Britain, different countries are like, this is what you guys are dealing with? Like, yeah. this is happening here? And I'm just yeah. like, well, yeah. I keep, you know? I keep going back to Killmonger. Like, this is your king? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're the leader of the world. <laughs> And all I can say is, man, Putin got his motherfucking money's worth, man. (laughs) He tore us apart with a reality TV show star, like two spies, (laughs) like a suitcase full of money. And he fucking took down the number one superpower from the inside out, like some uh, Avengers uh, Infinity. uh, (laughs) What was it? Uh, Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Some Baron Zemu shit. (laughs) I think, I don't think, I don't think people don't respect our politics they they lost our the respect for our politics went out in 2016 i think yeah with trump like yeah. that's what people yeah. are just like all right you guys what, this, what happened at this you moment know? this is basketball wide for them this whole yeah. four years yeah. is going to be like look what's happening in america yeah this week. basically yeah so i i don't think they're um you know they're just watching they're just entertaining and uh, again you're again this country man i tell you there's going to be a moment where there's going to be a moment where we're going to have to decide exactly how we want people to remember us. Mm-hmm. And I think in our generation, yeah. Definitely. And what's very sad is that not too many uh, millennial or what's, what's the generation before us? Uh, uh, baby, baby boomers. Baby boomers. They're not fighting for that. You see a lot of people in office right now are are not they're not baby boomers they're like um what's older. the older older generation right Yeah I think it that's supposed to be the greatest generation right. I think yeah. but fuck that They're still in they're still in power they're still in it they still have influence Seriously. Like I love Elizabeth Warren right for I I love where she stands I love Maxine Waters I love where she stands but mm-hmm. I want younger Yeah new blood new faces We got to focus on the Kamala Harris's the Cory well, right. Cory Booker's kind Corey of Booker Cory Booker Booker's like a prophet for profit whenever he feels like it you know Yeah I did mm-hmm. you know that's the problem good, That's a good phrase profit for profit you Yeah know, but but well that's up to us to change that culture He's only it's almost like all right there's one time where I was working my job and I got into like supervisor mode and i was like you know being that i was from the the hard working palette packing dude i could have influence because i could da, 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 da. i could reach the common man i could reach because i could i'm that bridge hey, and i understand let's have a ski together bro but then when you're in the culture and then you Devil's you offer 
you offer new strategies to build the communication between a common man and manager, managerial. And then they, the moment you get pulled in, they throw their culture on you. They try to remo- they try to remove my five years of being a warehouse culture uh, guy. Yeah. And then now they're like, okay, now that was. Look at them as whatever. It's the myth whatever. of changing it from the inside Side out. out. Yeah. And that's why there's a lot of, in the early 90s, um, during the uh, Million Man March, there was a huge push where a lot of young black male women went to uh, HBCUs. And the I idea am was, a somebody. The idea was to <laughs> become lawyers, become judges, yeah. become whatever, so that we could change the mm. law system, that we could have influence where we, we could manipulate. And 20 years, Ileana Vizette, uh, Ileana, uh, has, yeah, I love her show, but I'm it's fucked up that I can't say her last name right. Mm. But she said she gave up becoming a lawyer because she realized that the system was just too damn toxic and that she couldn't make any change to it. Yeah, you can't. So that's now, not how it works. So that's what we're experiencing now at, in our politics where it's up to us now to not try to just say, hey, let's just vote for somebody who just looks like my mom or speaks like my mom or whatever. Let me just find somebody that's in my age that understands the culture because there's a saying that says not all kinfolk and skinfolk. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We may have the same... Skinfolk. Yeah. We may uh, have... Uh, oh, that's how... It's the other way. way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Skinfolk, kinfolk. Right. So we may have the same... <laughs> so it goes with skin. So you and I may be... We're black, but if I'm coming from West Indian culture and then you're coming from African American culture where we had a completely different experience yeah. in this world. Definitely. You know? And... and, and Something else kind of to that point, to go to the point of representation, I mean, the future in the country and uh, the future of the country is young, right? So, like, even if you think, like, I, I do get the idea of wisdom and experience and that's a common theme, right? But the idea of, of there's this giant disconnect between, but I guess that's a reflection of our voting, right? Only old people vote. And that's why you have old people in office. Because it's not being right? communicated to us right. You know, we, we're in a digital space. So being that, we're, being that we don't have any representation that speaks our language, so we don't know if it exists, versus The someone, problem is bridging that gap, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, when you, so when you do have someone who's like that brother uh, Gillum mm-hmm. in, in uh, Time. Florida. Uh, <laughs> Two-minute warning. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> fucking giants um, <laughs> what else do you expect but uh but when you have that space right and then you have you have elderly folks they know how to, to reach out to plus they don't you know da, 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 da. but anyway long story short i think we need to just try to figure out a way to just invite ourselves into that space without following this old way that's what i was gonna trend. say next i think I think we need to, like, I think at this stage we're in, I think we need a new system. I think we've been kind of seeing it. We've been seeing it bit by bit. It started uh, with, like, the Tea Party. And for me, it started with, you lie, when <laughs> Obama was giving a speech and that one racist senator from South Carolina was like, you lie. And, like, it was, like, Obama's uh, first year in office. And he was kind of like, it's like that? What about that, <laughs> what about that woman who, when the, when the president was walking, leaving his... um. Air Force One, and then she went up to him and she pointed in his face, and uh, man, it was like an incredible moment because like 
you see President Obama just looking at her, trying to talk about, but she was trying to make a point, but the fact that she was just like, the optics are pretty crazy. How mm. like somebody could you wouldn't do that to Bill Clinton, right. George, mm. George Bush, yeah. George the little entitlement, yeah. right? So, so there, I think after the Obama election, you know, I think it was a, a there's a lot of people who felt that you know what I'm not really racist because I voted for somebody who was black, but mm. they weren't understanding that the culture of America is not solely based off the skin tone, but it's also the language of how you speak and mm-hmm. understand where America is going. And I think those people who voted for President Obama are realizing, well, well wait a minute, I'm not ready for that America. Yeah. So then they mm-hmm. hired, so they hired Trump mm-hmm. to bring them back, to bring back coal, yeah, to bring all these other stuff. Yeah, back. Yeah, you're bringing coal back, y'all. I, I live in New Jersey. I want my blue plates. I don't yeah. like these fucking yellow plates that I see around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it's you know, it's the status quo. It ex- it exists to maintain itself and that's why young people are so important mm-hmm. uh, young people are the energy of change young people um we mock that right but young people are the people who grew up watching you like, and screw up. and watching all of your mistakes mm-hmm. and that's why every generation is so different right, right. Yeah. um that's why you know like there's always that uh, dissonance between parents and the kids right because the parents always think the kid's wrong and shit. But when you yeah. talk to your parent about your grandparents, they'll tell you everything your grandparent did wrong. Yeah, they'll tell you every definitely. they'll tell you everything their grandparent did wrong to them and their upbringing and that's yeah. why I'm such a great parent because yeah. I didn't do all those things to you. Yeah. But they can't also have yeah they can't accept the change in perspective like okay, what if I turn that dial back on you? Yeah. And so that's the kind of thing you see play out here. So the status quo is never going to willingly give up power. The status quo is never willingly going to go, you know what, let's give you a chance at the steering wheel. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, because you're, a, you're a youngin, so you don't know. You, you know have to take that. The civil rights movement was young. A lot of those their leaders were young. Most civil rights leaders died in their late 20s and their early 30s, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it was a it was a college movement. It was the it was a movement of the young and there was resistance. Absolutely. It was then as there is now. Right. Yeah. So I think part of the problem, and it's ironic because I I don't think liberals or, or young people are entitled in the way that old people like to say uh, millennials are. But I do think there is a bit of entitlement mm-hmm. in the sense that we still expect someone to save us. Like, I feel like we we keep looking left to right. Like we expected Obama to just save us. But that's yeah. how we were taught to believe that because yeah. of but, the system. Right. And, to, but, but underst- but like that was intentional. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So like in the same way, the Bible just happens to include passages about how slaves should just shut up and listen to their master sure. because your master was ordained by God. Right. Just, right. So even, yeah. So yeah, God, I mean, God put it in the book, but I mean, men edited it, edited yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, but I think yeah, that yeah, whole right? Obama, like like you said, like trying to save us. I think they did that purposely. Yeah. So when Obama wasn't in office and they had a new one, it's like, oh well, Obama didn't do this for you. Obama didn't do that for you, and it's like, huh, huh. Well, he didn't. But like, he's not gonna go in and do right. this, that, this, that. He's still the first black president. Right. There's gonna be some sort of resistance. For but sure. ask yourself. Sure. But ask yourself, who who actually did the work to heal the country was it jesus was it was it jfk or um lbj after him or was it mlk 
and Malcolm X mm-hmm. and those people, right? So it's like clearly I'm gonna say Malcolm, <laughs> right? So like it's not like El Hazm Malik, right? I mean, and we can go back and we can go back to the suffrage movement. It was Susan B. Anthony. Right and them, right? You sure, she didn't eat. Yeah, right? <laughs> right, so like, <laughs> so, it, <laughs> yeah, right? so you know, it wasn't like it wasn't the president of the time, right? It wasn't the government that mm-hmm. stepped forward and say, "Wow, we recognize your rights and your liberties, so let's mm-hmm. hand them to you." At some point, the people had to say, "We're pissed off enough about this that no motherfucker, you need to listen to us," yeah. and that's 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 the part that hasn't quite happened yet we've had women's marches we've been we've had marches for this you've had occupy wall street we've had little buzzes of annoyances and every now and then every time it happens there's always some new cardi b bullshit or there's or there's or 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 speaking of the new distractions going on all the creepy mysticism shit we're hearing about to kind of the next thing we're going to talk about beyonce you know we got (laughs) yeah right we got iggy is it Iggy, right? No, Azalea Banks. Banks. Azalea Banks. Iggy could be in it. I'll see what she do now. How she winding them hips online, boy, I'll tell you. Iggy. What? Yeah, but she didn't do it for talent. If she made a deal for the devil, you know. She wiggle? I see see you, T.I. I I see why you signed that. Oh, my God. Don't get fired. Yeah, right? Get fired off your own show. Don't get unfollowed. (laughs) Canceled. Yeah, Yeah, right? Real quick. Um, (laughs) I did not. Hands made tell. I did Pander, I did announce that guy. Um, it's like season two is great. I love it, ladies. I love season two. Oh yeah, right. God. So you know, I, I mean, if you want to direct your hate mail, direct it. Direct I, want, time. I want all the smoke. Call me Mister Chimney. Cause I want smoke. Oh wow. Okay. Oh. Okay. I thought it was a Santa Claus yeah. reference at first. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, no, that, right? That's a Funk Flex reference. Oh, is that's it? something that you really? really said. Yeah. Yo, Funk oh, Flex is like. Yeah, he's like fifty. He's like fifty-six. Why is he making smokes about joke? Oh man. Smokes about it, joke. It, it was. It's a long story. Damn, bro. I'll retire, you, man. After. But no, let's let's get into the spiritual realm. I think I think this is a subject that I should really be mastering because that's yes. something that America has put upon me after watching The Serpent in the Rainbow. They automatically assume Nah, we've been we've been we've been uh, no, doing, doing every, work. And in fact I can't even knock um that type of like stereo not stereotype, but yeah. idea of because here's the assumption, thing. I guess. Right, because here's the thing. Uh-huh. Um the reason why we were able to break from France was because we utilized religion, spirituality, to get everybody together. That is true. And it was then, a rallying and cry. Then, and then that right there, you know, gave us the fortitude to believe that we can destroy. A good point. A good point on that is like um, we had a similar experience in America with the diaspora mm-hmm. when you know the basically the birth. Of American music is Negro spirituals, right? Coupled mm-hmm. with, with a little bit of classical music here and there, but basically Negro spirituals. A little bit of trap, right? <laughs> right, uh, right. Trap spirituals, work songs, right? So, I mean, all of a large majority of our art comes from that darkness, and so we yeah. used we used um, we used religion mm-hmm. and we used uh, the music and the art to get through a dark time. And that was a rallying cry. And so mm-hmm. the idea of one religion being good and holy versus another is 
a matter of perspective mm -hmm. and just like sure. opinion, right? There's no, yeah. you know, and so that's the thing of it, you know. Uh, I mean, it's kind of tough. Uh, do you guys do you guys believe these claims that that uh, Beyonce is out here kidnapping kidnapping <laughs> kittens, offering it up? To I, Baphomet and I shit wouldn't and be surprised. Would it be surprised? Not like it's not okay. Surprised? Like it's hard because like it's Beyonce. She's supposed to not like have any flaws, but like I feel like it's probably plausible. Like of how famous she is, like she don't mm. know type of witchcraft at all. Like and that's, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm like, yeah, My, I don't know. It's such a yeah. What what? Here's the thing. Uh -huh. Why I believe this is serious mm. because it's. It's okay to have a conversation about it, but for, for for only only there's only two media publications that's talked about it, and it's not even trending. Yeah, that's yeah, what's I, concerning. I feel like it's in pretty hushed down. Which is and interesting. Source, like I saw one thing on the shade room, haven't seen anything about it like since. The source right. behind it, seven years with her, mm. incredible. Yeah. The yeah. source behind this story, you know, worked there and made it put a uh, restraining order, but it was private. She didn't want mm. to... Yeah, and somebody publicly. blew it up. I, I'm, yeah, and somebody who probably works in the Los Angeles Police Department was like, oh, shit, word. But yeah. to be fair, there's always... Journalists two. look for stuff like that. Yeah. They, yeah, but, yeah, sometimes they'll just pour through records and see if they could just find anything. Oh, like, oh, shit, there's a restraining order on it. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. And they'll look into it. Right. So I could see that. Mm -hmm. But Cardi B's one... Hold on, hold on. Let's, oh, oh, you know, oh, okay. one topic at a time. Yeah, flush it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so two things on that. Okay. Um, two reasons why I believe uh, the accuser. The first one is uh, the idea that okay. So, for me as a musician, um, as a parent, yeah, right. <laughs> as a musician, no, because as a musician, as a writer. getting getting good gigs like that is really fucking hard. You work, yeah. you were, you work your entire life. Getting getting the Beyonce gig is a culmination of twenty years of working on your like fucking cello since you were like eight in your basement and it finally Damn. comes to fruition. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's that's years and years and decades of hard work. Mm -hmm. And so I have a hard time believing. That you get that gig, you work with her for seven years, and then you have a and then you risk her? right, and then you and, and and who's who's more beloved and well connected than Beyonce? Mm, yeah. why, why do you risk, you know, being blacklisted and having yeah. everyone look at you sideways mm -hmm. to accuse someone of randomly just snatching um, up your unless it's somewhat credible snatching up your cat? It just it just doesn't make any sense. The other reason why I'm buying it. His, murdered of my pet cat kitten. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, right. The no. other reason why I'm kind of buying it, you know, like for the most part, is like I remember uh, falling into those like YouTube conspiracy holes oh, where it's man. just like, yo, they, yo, here's a breakdown of the music video of her, you know, eating yeah, a ham yeah, sandwich yeah, yeah, yeah. at a Wendy's. You know, <laughs> yeah. ham goes back to the ancient Greek. You know, yeah. and like mm -hmm. one of those. But like the one decent point um, I heard in one of those is. You know, like the whole Sasha Fierce thing, right? Like her whole yeah. alter ego. Now, oh, okay. um, I was I was kind of buying her original theory, which is, hey, look, it's it's a stage name, and being on stage is intimidating, mm -hmm. and like you, it's it's nice to have a different kind of personality because you can kind of flip in and out of that, and so you can kind of, you know, so I get that, yeah. like I get that. So, but but the thing is, like the coincidence of it all. Is that Sasha Fierce? 
Um, when you that? look up the name, uh-huh. Sasha Fierce is like an old school, like renowned Wiccan that made grimoires for summoning demons, black magic and white magic, right? Yeah. Okay. But 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 Sasha Fierce. It doesn't um, sound like that when you hear you yeah. think of her. Just oh, I'm so fierce. Yeah. Da, da, da. It's, you know, it sounds really innocent. Right. It's it's really clever. It's really smart. It's really smart yeah. of her uh, to kind of right. It's yeah. kind of thematic too. But but Sasha Fierce is actually a person who lived yeah. and died, um, and yeah. so but that person who who lived and died was a renowned person who was known to do occult stuff, yeah. um, good good and bad. Right. And so yeah. and so when you combine that and something else, I don't understand people with their selective memories. <laughs> What's the song where she starts off the music video talking about all the weird mystical shit that she be doing, all the rituals? I dress nothing in nothing but white for two weeks. Wait, oh, what? I wouldn't. Yeah, the music video. Oh, I wouldn't walk past a mirror for a certain number of she weeks. Levitated. Oh, she I levitated. The pages of the Bible for her menzies. What song I, is that? Um. She's drowning underwater. It's from Lemonade. It's either Lemonade or uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, one of those music videos. Yeah, one of those. Like the first two minutes is her just talking about all the mystical shit she'd be into and all the. Ri- now I'm not necessarily knocking it. I don't have a problem with white magic, right? But you have a problem with black magic. I know. Absolutely. Look, look. Any. I know. We know. Any type of magic that you need. That magic Johnson. Any type of magic that you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that Bill Clinton and that Magic <laughs> Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> don't any, stop talking to them. Magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah, right. Any type of magic that you requires you to spill a bunch of blood, I'm not with it. I don't need. Man, you, you can, got chicken. You can hold that thought. And... Yeah, right. You vacuuming up chicken bones and shit in a closet. <laughs> that's to be fair. She's Creole, so maybe that's part of her culture. Oh, right. She's like two percent in Creole, and she wants Maybelline commercials and shit. Ooh. Maybe her. Yeah, no. have, do we? She's French when it's convenient, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then when it's convenient, she's Texas. You know, all the way. Yeah, you know. Houston. Yeah, right. I see. What was she, Sasha Fierce, when she was girls' time? That's an important question. I don't when know, did she de- when did she develop this character? Who introduced this character to her? Look, uh, the one like thing the I'll management s- team maybe. The one thing I'll say about that her is, mother? She is did kill off Sasha Fierce. She did. So beyond so for Beyonce, Sasha Fierce died. She okay. said that she killed her off. Okay. And I, so that's why she's just Beyonce. Okay. So she said she was like like you said she was using it as an alter ego because she was shy and embarrassed to really get into it. She mm-hmm. basically said that she didn't need did that. Did she ever explain um like the meaning behind it? No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, that's I don't find that surprising. If she did then I don't remember. Right. Ever right. Something. Right. Okay. But I mean, you know, that's know. that's you know, it's it's definitely something for me. But one thing I, you know, like you hear rumors, right? You hear mm-hmm. rumors definitely. And one thing I've heard in terms of rumors around that is that uh, it depends on how famous you want to be. Mm-hmm. And so there there are such a source. <laughs> there are certain levels of fame that are totally. Like, you can be, like, a little bit famous and not have to worry about anything, mm-hmm. but certainly, if you want to be Beyonce famous, there's there, there's a give and take. So, in the Beyonce Lemonade video, it starts off with, is uh, it's a poem, it's called Denial, and the lyrics are, I tried to change, close my mouth more, tried to be soft, prettier, less awake. 
fasted for 60 days, wore white, abstained from mirrors, abstained from sex, slowly did not speak another word. And that time my hair, I grew past my ankles. I slept on a mat on the floor. I swallowed a sword. I levitated into the basement, confessed my sins, and was baptized in a river. Got on my, got on my knees and said, Amen. And said, I mean, I whipped my own back and asked for dominion at your feet. I threw myself into a volcano. I drank the I drank the blood and drank the wine. I sat alone and begged and bent at the waist for God. I crossed myself and thought. I saw the devil. I grew thick and skinned on my feet. I bathed in bleach and plugged my menzies with the pages from the holy book. But still inside me coiled deep was the need to know, are you cheating? Are you cheating on me? And then it goes into her video. Wait, what song for what sorry. song? Oh, damn. So, so, now, so now we know why Jay-Z cheated. That's the beginning poem. <laughs> and that's, that's got <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen to this now. Okay. They're married. Okay. Oh, okay. If she's going through a spiritual transformation uh -huh. beyond, and Jay-Z's not familiar with, that can... He may. That's a sign. Yeah, really. Oh, are you? Why do you assume he's not familiar with it? Yeah, well, he is a because he, what this, the hell are you saying? This is what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying this. I'm saying this. Just listen carefully now, because um, I know this is going to be a little different. But I <laughs> think you could. You could. People. Okay, Jay Z. With we all agree that Jay Z. No, Beyonce is a much. She's is a greater influencer than Jay Z. Right now, definitely. Yeah. We people most people in other countries look at Jay Z as Beyonce's husband, not as Jay Z. Mm -hmm. uh, He's the old guy who life. cheated on Beyonce. Now yeah. right. When you when you ask yourself, how can this guy almost allow the most beautiful girl in the world get away? Woman. I don't woman get away. Please don't do like Eric Benet, right? Why wasn't he? Hmm. Why was he willing to take that shot to take. go for that layup? To to pretty much knowing that he's dating the most popular woman in the world, why would he have an affair with somebody else? Because he's stupid. He's a dude. What do you think? It's a strategy or no, something? No, I'm saying mm -hmm. that why when men couples, down? yeah, hold on, I mean, hold on. I'm just okay. Let's 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 go to that question now. Why do married men cheat? Because okay. it's easier. Why? What happened? What, look, I was watching... I'm sorry why I'm bringing this up because I dissect something from a show this morning that speaks a lot about how in relationships... Whether, I'm not with him on this at all. Of course. <laughs> I'm not blaming... Hold on. Relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> relax <laughs> no, nah, man. Get through it, you know. But then let me finish my point. <laughs> I'm not with him because I, I mean... Listen here. When people are having... Especially people that have been together for X amount of years, you, you absorb each other's energy. When the energy has been disrupted... There's you don't know where it's coming from. Then you most people tend people have different vices. Jay Z chose to cheat. Somebody probably would have drank. Somebody else probably would have done drugs. Some I'm just saying I'm not I'm not blaming that she's at fault for him going out of bounds. But I'm saying that being that they spend so much time with each other, spiritually he identified a shift. Perhaps he might have utilized that. To get him back into whatever space he needs to be, because clearly she was going through a different spiritual transformation. The one thing, the one part that that I definitely disagree with I, it, is like you're assuming that Jay Z isn't also in on it. Jay Z is is the dude who has an album called Four Four Four. 
which is a reference mm-hmm. to angels and mysticism. Mm-hmm. Um, when when Jay Z was Beyonce album is called Four. Yeah, whatever album is called Four. Right, that yeah. was before Four Four Four. So w- yeah. w- 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 why wouldn't her influence then go upon him? And now he's trying st- to make that. Inf- that I'm still talking well. when when Jay Z would had his album Three. Um, when he used to explain it. Uh, people would ask him why that. yeah you take the three line it's the original three so so Jay-Z even back then was thinking about ancient shit he, his mind was there right so like like see what I'm saying like if you're always if you're already thinking about that type of shit like how shit was in ancient times and symbolism and stuff like right. that if he's aware of symbolism and that type of stuff and your wife is constantly doing mystic, talking about mystical shit, and half of your albums are uh, like your recent artwork. It's it's got mysticism and stuff in it, and I mean, you know, I'm I'm not gonna act like I know a bunch of industry people, but I know industry people, and they know about it. Like I'm not, you, know, you have to say names, but but people in the know. You're not gonna cite your sources. Don't even bring it up. Yeah, people. <laughs> I would have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People, people in the know know is all I'm gonna say about that. You know, you know. So, so you do drug drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Your vibe is your tribe. Your vibe is your tribe. If you know, if you know, then you 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 meet other people who know, and then you know together. That's my point. And you I'm, pick it up and you recognize it. Yeah. I'm saying that he, because I, if I was Jay Z, and I'm dating someone who's influential, and I want to be just as influential as she is, right? I would dissect what is she doing. And then I would apply it to my sauce. That's all I'm saying. What you're doing is you're doing like an Adam and Eve um, kind of archetype thing, where you're you're kind of like. I'm not, hold on, I'm not saying. Of like, first of all, you're kind of Adam and Eve it a little. Bit. If it, no, it could. If it's the other Assume. way around, I'm talking about when you're in relations with somebody. In this particular situation, uh-huh. she is the alpha. And she's beta. You're a su- but here's the here's why she's not an alpha because Jay Z picked her up when she was like sixteen, seventeen, right? And he groomed her. Isn't that what happened? Is that the narrative? I thought it was her father who groomed her. No, no. Didn't Jay Z know Beyonce when she was super young, so and they Michael used to Jackson. say, "Oh, they knew each other way back in the day." It was an industry I thing. They could I have been, that. They could have liked each other, whatever. But at the end of the day, she is the bread and butter. She is Destiny's child. She is the international star. Jay Z is just. At this point, well, that's yeah. the current. But but yeah. but understand when they met, the power dynamic was the complete other way. No. Yeah. Beyonce no, had. I can see that. I can see that because it was kind of like Jay Z doing this, and Beyonce was kind of just the show girl, just dancing around. In him. the beginning, yeah, yeah in the beginning, really risque when he yeah. got crazy in love and like Bonnie and Clyde. That yeah, was like yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I was just gonna up. say. Right crazy here. in uh, yeah. crazy in love, dangerously in love, even yeah. uh, baby boy. Mm-hmm. She had a bunch of songs about Jay Z. I'm ring the alarm. She had a bunch of his songs about Jay Z. Like I love you so much, you're my everything. Yeah. What's what's Jay Z's love song about Beyonce? Oh wait. <laughs> right name. Well, he was featured in it, so technically, it's <laughs> like we're gonna make that. What bootylicious is that? The fucking song, you know? He, he, did, did, a, he did his apology tour once the elevator video came out, and right, right. But he didn't that write no sort of, songs about how he's. And so they had to love. save their brand, and so they came out with the Carters, and they did Lemonade, and they did Four Four Four. They oversaved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I know is that once you once in a, in a relationship. You know for a fact that there is always going to be somebody who has influence in it. And you hear it all the time. If you want a happy life, you have a happy wife. All right. So if he knows that he's violate, violated, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would. It doesn't make. It would make the absolutely. It makes sense for him to be like, all right, whatever you want, I'm, I'm vibing with it because I know I fucked up. Have you, know you heard recent Jay Z <laughs> interviews? Like, have you heard Jay Z talk to Letterman? He talks he, about energy. He talks about energy and, and positivity. He has right? to. But understand what I'm saying. It, like, if he was insincere and he was just pretending to give a shit about spirituality, you can tell. Hold on. Okay. If he was just giving, he was if he was just pretending to give a shit to shut Beyonce up what reason does he have to t- change his demeanor and change the way he talks when he's being interviewed by Letterman and it's got nothing to do with Beyonce. It's just, let's talk about you and your career. Why do you... Because remember, Jesus uh, and Mero talk about, oh, that, that's rich people shit. Oh, man, he's talking about mentality and positive mental attitude and all... That's bullshit, man. That's, I don't think... But because understand... Now, people are saying that Jay-Z's on that weird old man, rich man bullshit. The problem is the uninitiated don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z's talking about spiritual shit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what Jesus and Mero didn't understand. They thought he was... That's, oh, that's just rich people shit. No, no, no. Yeah, understand. Yeah. What he's talking about is law of attraction type shit mm-hmm. that people in the know know, but people who don't know don't know. If you know, and, you know. And so from the outside, it sounds like a bunch of bullshit. But right. if you so so why is Jay Z suddenly talking different? He's rapping about different shit. I think both of them have money. I think both of them are around the type of people who know. And I think after a while, why look up like aside from dark magic, whatever, all that shit. Um, TM uh, transcendental meditation. Mm-hmm. Look up the number of celebrities who do transcendental med- meditation. Look up the number of celebrities who trans. Un- Transcendental oh meditation. Oh. Um, Oprah? Yeah. So, Oprah, Oprah Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, thank you for that. Steve, Oprah. Stevie Wonder has a fucking song oh, where he references it. Uh, I think, I think oh, Red no. Hot Chili Peppers 2 yes. reference it, too. It's, like, everywhere. I just feel as if... And this is... Not saying that this is a bad thing, all right? I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that Jay-Z is taking spiritual notes... From his wife. You don't know that. Okay. You don't know that they're both not neck okay. deep. Okay, in they're it. both growing in that spiritual space. I just feel that Beyonce was there before he was. That's, Maybe. that's what I'm oh. saying. It's hard to know for certain, right? Because I'm saying if you're if your sources tell you that if you're trying to be famous, famous, there's certain things you have to do. And he didn't know that because he probably didn't have come on. It's, there are rumors about Jay-Z too. That remember, is- remember what Justin Bieber said about Jay Z? No, actually, I don't care. How did he become a mogul? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Mem- remember that? We okay. Uh huh. All right. Uh huh. Okay. Let's not forget. There's a pot. <laughs> Let's not forget. Sure. There is. He's a mogul, and Damon Dash ain't around anymore. Uh huh. Some people to show how loyal he is. Uh huh. Why is Jay Z? Yeah. Why is Jay Z the only rapper from the '90s who survived? He Why is he the only rapper who survived from the 90s and what? still famous? No, Why? there's others. But yeah, who? Diddy got Ciroc. Yeah. Diddy's still yeah, there. Right. No, but Diddy, Diddy does not have the social influence that Jay-Z has yeah, right now. Yeah. Young that. people don't fuck with Diddy. Young people don't fuck with Diddy. 13, 14, 15, 16. Oh, no, they 16. probably don't really know who Diddy is. They have no is. idea who Diddy is. No. But they know no. they know his they children. He's 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 rebranding through his maybe his, his son because I learned his, about his son like. Two but years that's ago. but that's not and the point that I'm getting yeah. at. He's rebranding through right a, a revolt, right? Because it's like it's like the media is very deliberate, and the media uh, they only let you in the gate when they do, when they want you in the gate. No one. I just, think this goes to the fact that you were discussing. We're going to discuss earlier the fact that Sephora was going to sell like a, an entry like starter pack for witchcraft. Yeah. 
during October for the season. So it was going to come nice. with, like, rose quartz. It was going to come with, like, sage. Y- yeah, sage. And it was going to come with, like, a little, like, instruction yeah. booklet, like, uh, 101 to witchcraft. And so David and Sassy... Saucy. Saucy. No, but you're right the first time. Some producer. Wow. Wow. Sassy Sassy works well, though. Sassy sauce. Sassy sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Young Sassy. (laughs) We were discussing beforehand, like, introducing this into the mainstream, and how does it feel? Is it going to make a difference? Are you monopolizing it? Are you making money? I think it's definitely, like, capitalizing off of it. Or are they putting it in the the front so we get used to it so eventually this all comes to light because if you yeah. know you know and everyone wakes up at their own process and some people never wake up but my problem know. with that is it's kind of like it's diluting it I feel yeah like. it, it dilutes it dilutes it it dilutes it to the pro- like so it's like sci-fi movies right mm-hmm. so it's like um you know there there are unknowns there are ten tens of thousands of um habitable planets um, I think in just our galaxy alone, right? But we're supposed to, for some reason, because perhaps because it interviews with our small view of God in the universe, we have to assume that no one else is alive anywhere else on any of those like ten thousand planets. There's like no one, there's no one or nothing alive. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to accept that for some reason. Um, but then you have sci-fi movies that introduces aliens and they have sometimes these outlandish situations. So for the longest time, when you go out and, and try to have these conversations about the possibilities, people laugh and go, what? You mean like E.T.? What? Yeah. You think there's a fucking E.T. fucking phone home? Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but it's like, motherfucker, think about it logically. Yeah. Like, think about the yeah. probability of it. There's, there's something alive somewhere. Yeah. But because they put it into the ether and made it kind of... a Pro, uh, like approachable and kind of silly and kind of it it negates the effect of it it negates the seriousness and mm-hmm. the urgency of it because oh i've seen that on what you mean like cone heads you think they're yeah. what you think dan Aykroyd is fucking walking around on you know mm-hmm. and then so it makes it silly and so we don't take it seriously so when you have celebrities and like you know the jenners and all the type of shit just kind of flippantly kind of using it and taking pictures with it and yeah. being seen around it it just makes it seem like another accessory like another mm-hmm. silly materialism thing especially especially like the higher ups when it comes to celebrities because we all know about mm-hmm. Alzelia Banks and mm-hmm. her witchcraft stories we all look at her like she's crazy like yeah. she's doing all her witchcraft like oh look at her she has chickens and right the chocolate whatever. sister yeah she's yeah. crazy yeah, but, about the caramel <laughs> sister oh Beyonce yeah. she can't do no wrong she's like empress yeah. Kardashian Kardashian's gonna be like yeah. oh wow that seems so cool I should probably get into it you know so mm. I don't there's also that we have to pay attention to the messaging you and know, also right? getting into it for the wrong reasons Definitely. right because especially your intentions yeah intention is so important to minute well ask Mrs. Cardi B ask yeah. her that what's her yeah. intentions yeah right yeah. yeah what are your intentions with my daughter you know it's yeah. so it's so it's like there's I say yeah I heard intention in my head that line right but um no it's it's like so if you're getting into mysticism because I don't know like uh, my favorite celebrity does it, and it looks kind of cool. Mm, I like black a lot. Yeah, and it matches yeah. my right. It matches my outfit. It's, it's yeah. like it's like um, I think a similar debate is the um, I think South Park had it with the Louis Armstrongs, the armbands, mm-hmm. right? The the live strong, stand strong, whatever. Louis On, Armstrong. 
Oh fuck. Uh, What's his name? This nigga said Louis Armstrong. I'm a jazz guy to the end. What's his name? Uh, Lance. Yeah. So Lance Armstrong. So, yeah. And so, Not Lance, but Louis. Louis Armstrong. Satchmo. Listrong. Yeah. <laughs> Colin. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so, it, it, so, so it's like for me, it's like. Um, uh, yeah, so like the live strong bracelet, right? So at some point, are we excessive? Like, is is this about spreading awareness, or has it gotten to the point where we're just kind of fetish fetishizing or like accessorizing, you know, trauma? At what point are we not taking this seriously anymore, and it's just like something we do? And so I I think that's the kind of like that's the danger we risk with trying to monopolize everything and trying to make everything as profitable and efficient as possible as you run the risk of not taking shit seriously enough. I think there's a reason why we didn't sell fucking like 9-11 toys and commemorative oh, that's fucking but commemorative coins and shit. Be doing this on purpose? At, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly that where I'm getting. To weaken it out. I definitely that's, think so. That's oh, exactly where I'm going because with everyone it. everyone is getting more aware and into it and everyone is realizing it and so they are probably noticing same it. Thing with, same thing with yoga and health foods. If you yeah. pay attention... Yeah, I read, I read an article saying, "Oh yeah, kombucha isn't as healthy for you as they say. Coconut oil isn't healthy for you as yeah, they I say. Heard the coconut oil Avocado isn't healthy. Really? So all of these things that have been used medicinally mm-hmm. for hundreds and thousands of fucking years, all of a sudden, all of a sudden once they take off in the mainstream a little bit, all okay. But let me see the studies saying that Doritos aren't actually good for you. Let me see mm-hmm. the studies saying that Coca-Cola isn't actually good for you. Ever notice how they only want to attack health foods Definitely. and tell you that health foods aren't good for you? After it but trends you, for a long time. Right, right. Where all the studies about uh, Wendy's and White Castle. Because right, there's, there's not a lot of people going to the hospital. No, it's just that they're kind of choosing winners and yeah. losers. They want you to eat, get really fucking fat, and die of cancer at 55 so you never get your social security. That's what they want <laughs> And they you. know that now, which is why you can get McDonald's, Wendy's, for, 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 delivered to your house. Yeah, to your, fucking, yeah wow. to your fucking and door. And on top of that, nobody drinks soda like they used to. So Coca-Cola is actually coming up with uh, a product that has CBD in it. Yeah, I heard CBD. about that. So now to they're, they're trying to find their next niche into mm-hmm. our 2018 global world where no one drinks soda. Yeah. We know that cannabis is the next wave to be legalized. Mm-hmm. I call that forecasting and I call that great marketing. Great investment. It's cynical. I think that, that's yeah. just well, but that's the country you live in. Yeah. I think a lot of times we make the mistake, and this is why we, this is why Democrats fail. Yeah. Because you apply your philosophy in a space that doesn't respect that philosophy. Yeah. So you end up losing, mm-hmm. while the rest of the your counterparts are winning because they get and they speak the language and they dice they dissect the they understand the HTML coding behind mm-hmm. what is the. What is American democracy and what and how it fits with capitalism? That's perfect because uh, I was watching this um, uh, Michael video. Moore. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in time, I was watching a Michael Moore. Right. Oh, he has a new shit called yeah. uh, Eleven Nine. Eleven Nine. How was it? Was I gotta good? check it out too. I gotta check it out. That I'm gonna actually see in theaters Absolutely. and pay the and money for. And it's on Netflix. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, uh, by the way, yeah. Be sure if you yeah. want to watch anything about great 
about this conversation. This great film called uh, Extinct on Netflix will blow your mind with because there's conversation. If there's anything you need to know about the relationship between us, it's it's extinct. It's that movie. You're gonna learn so much. Because, only reason why I bring that up is I know you're gonna bring up you know the eleven nine stuff, which is great. Yeah. But duh, this duh. year they talked about AI technology, how oh, they okay. think we need and. If you watch them, when you have time to watch the movie, uh-huh. Extinct, and I'm talking to David or Nor Nicole, I'm just talking yeah. to the people that are listening to the Millennial vs. Everybody podcast. Okay, but if sure. you go on Netflix and you happen to watch this movie called Extinct, <laughs> which is a great film that I recommended my brother <laughs> and his fiance to check out, but they're busy. I get it. But yeah. There's going to be a time where... It's so it, passive-aggressive. Yo, this movie sucks, bro. It's going to be so tight if, it, if it's just like, I... <laughs> I could count on... Sassy to watch it. I'm not sassy. <laughs> sassy. Sassy sauce. But when you guys the artist have time, known as, yeah, when sassy. you guys have time, you know, since you're in my place, we probably could watch it. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, what happened with the 11.9? Fahrenheit yes. 11.9. So um, Michael Moore was interviewing people. One of the people he was talking to uh, was Steve Bannon, right? Uh, Steve Bannon's the guy who helped, um, was a big part of Trump winning. Uh, in 2016 and so uh, he was like uh, thankfully for uh, Steve Bannon he was smart enough to agree not to appear in the movie oh my god it's funny and so um, basically so Michael Moore was like okay so why do you think that like the Republicans are winning right now and the Democrats and he kind of just summarized it basically like you did when it comes to these fights um, Democrats um, bring butter knives and we go for the headshot every single time. That's and that's exactly that. what the Republicans do on every single issue. They go immediately. The first punch is a knockout punch. They go for a one punch knockout. Yeah. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, get her done. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Obama had Merrick Garland sitting there on the fucking benches for a month. Like, hey, Republicans, would you mind if I put a guy forward? I mean, he's a centrist and couldn't possibly offend you in any possible way. But would you mind? Because, you know, because we have to do everything by the book. And I want to make sure that you're happy with it. And blah, blah, blah. We have to be blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And the first fucking chance Trump gets, boom, Neil Gorsuch. And then a couple fucking, a fucking year later, he gets another chance. Boom, I'm going to fucking jam the rapist in there. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Stop me. I'm in the majority. And all I have to do is, all I can do, you know, I'll say this. About Trump? No, about fucking Barack Obama in this situation. And the Democratic Party. Barack Obama and the Democratic Party is also fucking responsible for this Brett Kavanaugh fucking mess. If you weren't playing patty cakes back then and say, you know what? We're the majority. The Republicans love saying it. Elections have consequences. So part of the consequence of you winning two fucking terms in a row means that the American people, a majority of the American people has your back. So why is it that whenever the Republicans have even, and uh, Michael Moore pointed this out, every time a conservative fucking wins, it's by of the skin of their fucking teeth and there has yeah. to be shady circumstances and elections and things have to get overturned and mm. shit. Republicans, ever since the last Republicans to straight outright win was what? Daddy Bush? Papa Bush <laughs> was the last Republican to fucking win an election, just like traditionally. Ever since then, they have to kind of pull some bullshit Red and just, ba- yeah, just barely kind of get by. 
So why is it that whenever the Republicans get a little bit of power, they hit the fucking gas and do what the fuck they need to do for their constituents? Mm. And when the Democrats get some power, they mm, they twiddle their thumbs, they sit on their fucking thumb, they fucking, you know, they don't do shit. <laughs> they they do, don't do shit with the power they're handed. What they do is they go with the whole view, they're taking a viewpoint that, all right, they the, the, the American public, you know, not gonna, they're not going to vote for a Republican because they, they see what happened when they had, we had Bush for eight years. Mm. So they're utilizing... We re-elected him. They, That's what we did with Bush. They, they're uti- we re-elected him. They're utilizing um, uh, the the Republicans' past errors for the future at that time, at that present moment. And that was dumb. That was really dumb. However, that also... To How me, is that different from I, what we're doing now when with Trump? I, when I see this, when during, that, during those times with the uh, Obama and when the Democrats had the, the majority, right... I just feel that that was just, they had no intent in satisfying the needs of the people. When, they, when they're when they playing this whole, well, we're trying to be political, we're trying to be nice, yada, 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 and we want everybody to be inclusive, we want, we want, we want, partisan, that's the, that's the, yeah. that's the key term that they use, right? That's the buzzword, they that's love the it. That's the buzzword that they, they, they love, love using, right? Yeah. Because they have no intent into really satisfying the needs of the people. They they're agreement with the Republicans, but they're just playing this game. But they're just trying to say, well, at least I tried. Aren't they trying to act like they're just trying to run the clock out? Isn't that kind of what? Isn't that like, what it feels they're, like? They're, always they're trying to run the, the shot clock down. Yeah, they're taking pass their time. It. Pass it. Exactly. <laughs> pass exactly. it back. Sports. Pass you, it. Sports <laughs> expresses everything that you need. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Before we close, did you know? Mm-hmm. This interview I was watching with uh, Mike Tyson that he said <laughs> he Tyson. said he said the, res- the reason why didn't see that a, coming. Let's go, Mike Tyson. The reason why there's a red and blue corner is because it's politics, Republicans mm. and Democrats. That makes sense. I can see that. I was like, that's 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 crazy. So even in sports, so when people say, "Hey, keep your fucking politics out of sports," think about boxing. Mm. That's yeah. true. That's true. But um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's an interesting kind of thought. Though. Again, if you are very interested in AI technology and you're curious to understanding what the future is going to be, be sure Asshole. to watch the movie Netflix. <laughs> be, be sure to move watch this movie called Extinction. I'm sorry, I said uh-huh. extinct before, but it's called Extinction. Yeah. In fact, before we leave here, we we'll probably should play the trailer oh so everybody God. could just be familiar with it, just in case Did we get you got copyrighted for that. Actually, listen, I'm giving some free promo for a great film. I believe in great content. Mm-hmm. I don't charge for great content. I don't know, man. But um, mm, asshole. But again, <laughs> so. But this was a, another wonderful episode of Millennials versus Beyonce. Oh my god! What? <laughs> We're going to get shut down tomorrow. I know, right? <laughs> I want all the smoke. Oh my right? chimney. Oh my god! Yeah, right. The cancel. <laughs> he the, lied. The cancellation special. Oh, I'm going to the Beehive if you are allergic. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. You're You'll get, get some. Listen. Oh, <laughs> listen. You see my patio? You see my patio? There's a there's, there's a little mesh. Yeah, so yeah. you bring the smoke for bees. <laughs> I bring the smoke for bees. <laughs> hunger bees. Yeah, right. Aren't bees dying anyway? Yeah. Your daily reminder that bees are dying and Monsanto is making mechanical bees to replace them. Yes. And yeah. it's their weed killer that is killing them. Mm. Mm. And also killing that one guy who made two hundred and thirty million. He this guy what? sued huh? uh one of their product he used. He was like a... Um, not a janitor, but these people that take Custodian. care. Of, no, no, people who Same take care thing. of the land, <laughs> landscaping. 
the landscaping landscaper, landscaper yeah. right? Using <laughs> yeah. a product for like ten years and he developed like, a like cancer. cancer. I mean, it. you're breathing and he, in chemicals. Yeah, so they gave him 230 million, which is probably going to go to his health care. Yeah, because yeah. like he's trying to survive. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, Ooh, that's, that's a great way to end 230 uh, seems like a lot. It is. Yeah, oh, you'll be surprised. A lot. Uh, listen, America. What did the 9 11 firefighters get? So Don't they? They didn't get health care. They didn't get the bill here. Yeah, they didn't oh, even. Damn. Yeah. All those if firefighters in, if died. You, if you cancer. put in, yeah. If you put in the cost for law uh, for uh, attorney fees, oh, definitely that's you know. Shit. If you take in the account of all those the guys take those cases rent. pro bono too because they want they want like the uh, the acclaim of saying I took on Monsanto and won, you know. That's true. That's true. So yeah, I see that. But damn, millennials, it's up to us to take on this Trump train or this yeah, Trump train. Man. So. What is it? So yeah, the, Trump train. So what's there's a voting happening in November. Yes, November the midterms. Midterms. Our midterms election. Uh, especially if you're in a battleground state, man. If you don't know what a battleground state, look it up. Find out if you're in one, right? Ohio, your Pennsylvania, your Wisconsin, right? Maine. Call um, your senator. Yes, call your senator. Let him know that, like, you know, like rape is. We should make this. Rape is bad horrible. Thing. Rape is bad. <laughs> Remind them. Rape is bad. Yeah, yeah not true. I think true. we all agree that. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, if we did all agree, we wouldn't be yeah, having, be, yeah, you know, you wouldn't be, be having this, this, this sham, you know, going on. Bam, bam. Yep. But, but, uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's take care of business and let's, let's win. Right, team? <laughs> let's, let's win. There's a, there's a man who's run out of things to say. <laughs> let's win. do the good thing all the time. Done. It's good. It's good. Because it's great. What does the rent do? Every day. Every day. And remember, no means no. I'm on Wall Street. Dave Will. And Young Saucy. And I am your producer, Nicole. Netflix, extinction. Oh my god. Wow. We out. Yeah. Oh my god.